Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of National Treasures with me, Laura Lex. And me, Will Duggan. National Treasures is the podcast where Will and I take you, the listener, on a day out via your ears. That's right, Laura. In this series, we're going to be heading all over the country to National Trust properties, English heritage sites, museums, art galleries and botanical gardens. And each week our destination will differ, but we will still be the same old us, blundering around pretending we know things. National Treasures is basically a series of knockoff audio tours narrated by two idiots. <laughs> yeah, but idiots who are also geniuses because we've pulled an absolute PR coup and we're releasing it now when no one's allowed <laughs> to even go outside. Yeah, so we are providing you with a day out minus the guilt. Enjoy, taste it. Mm -mm -mm. Day out, please. <laughs> Hold the guilt. Yes, each episode was recorded long before the government sent us to our bedrooms for being bad. <laughs> in this uh, in this episode, we're heading to Blenheim Palace, which is in Woodstock, Oxfordshire, a stately home that's so impressive, it's now a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Yeah, what does UNESCO stand for, William? United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organisation. I don't actually know if that's true or not. So, but that is your first fact. <laughs> There's loads of facts in this episode, probably some false ones as well. So I won't spoil them for you. But keep an ear out because the true facts come from our fantastic guests, uh, Mary Larkin and Kath Nathan. Lovely Mary and lovely Kath, two of Blenheim's brilliant tour guides. Uh, Chris the butler. Absolute legend. And Will's nemesis. <laughs> yeah, no comment. <laughs> And also, we should say a huge thank you to the Blenheim Palace team for giving us complimentary tickets to visit. Yes, thank you. Right, enough messing around. Let's go back to the 27th of February 2020 and enjoy Blenheim Palace. Um, today we're in a cold and blowy Blenheim Palace. I will say, in defence of Blenheim Palace... It was the outside that was cold and blowy. The cafe. It was very blowy though, wasn't very it? Very blowy, but there's nothing around. It's just land, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So no... You kind of turn up and then you walk down this massive driveway. Don't rich people love a driveway? Things I love a driveway. Why though? If I were rich, I would have a driveway with like two stone lions. Down you'd go. <laughs> and then you could. I'd love you could it. get like the animals getting smaller as you went down the driveway. It's bigger, like a yeah. staircase. That'd be fun. I don't get it. Use the land for anything other than a driveway. But anyway, so you come down this massive driveway and there's a pretty cool gate, isn't there? There is a lovely gate. And then that's as far as we've got, really. You come in and there's a shop straight away, which looks like it's got some tat that I want to buy. And the uh, tat that I will buy. They've got mead and it's less expensive. <laughs> that's where you went, definitely. 
And, uh, and now we're in the cafe. Um, so far, I've already purchased a ticket, not realizing we've been given free ones for the I, shindig. I was very aware and paid nothing. Yeah, I did it. So I went and got a refund at the welcome desk in here. And I'm really impressed by the caliber of guests. As I was getting my refund, and they couldn't have been more helpful and lovely, um, this woman came over and wanted to pay for something. And the lady was like, You can't, this is the welcome desk. She was like, But that desk is taking hours <laughs> and it was the Love most it. I was like it. yes this is who I thought would be here today <laughs> so Blenheim Palace have you been before Laura no I don't know anything about it okay I know very little about it I know two things one it's a palace three things it's in Blenheim it's four things I don't think it is in Blenheim it Blenheim. must be right sounds like it's at, it's at Woodstock on ways well it's not Woodstock believe me none of these people were at Woodstock <laughs> Uh, it sounds very German, Blenheim, doesn't it? It does, but then again, the Queen's German. True that. Speaking of the Queen, one of the things I know is she owns the land. She owns everything, uh, doesn't she? she uh, no, she owns the land that it's built on. I think it's a private residence. Or it's owned by not the royal family. Oh, really? I thought the whole country was sort of... Like, if you die in Cornwall, none of your stuff goes to anyone. Prince Charles gets it. Yeah, but that's not because he's Prince Charles. That's because he's the... Duke of Cornwall? Yeah, but then who's the Dukes of everything? Oh, the rich royals. So Yeah, fair enough. Do you know that um you play you pay ground rent? So like like say some member of the aristocracy owns all the land everywhere and you pay like if you've got a mortgage, a pound a year goes to whichever Earl Duke. Isn't it time for a revolution? Which is insane because you think a pound a year is nothing. Think of how many houses yeah, it is. I hate it's, it's them all. Millions. I hate them all, Will. We are not royalists, anyway. are we? <laughs> I'm not royalists. Um, and so, I, I hate the rich. Um, but however, I love their old houses and I love looking around them. So, Blood <laughs> Palace, lands owned by the Queen, I know that. Um, and the Queen is owned by Swans. Winston Churchill was born here. Was he? Yeah. I don't really like Winston Churchill. So, I mean, it's, it's a sticky one, isn't it? I don't think either of us have been here before, is that right? No, I haven't. I've looked at some TripAdvisor reviews. Okay. So I've got a little selection for you. Okay, let's start with a four. Okay, four stars. Nice big house. <laughs> That's it, the very least I'm expecting. Yeah, from a big house. Yeah. Nice big house. Nice big uh, house. Worth twenty eight fifty. It had a terrific set of sculptures in it when I went. Oh. Look out for them. It does great a little to pay £27 to help a fabulously wealthy family pay to look after their big house. <laughs> but it's probably their birthright or something. I love this person. This is the first person since we started this podcast that's written a review that I've gone, I'd have a drink with you. You sound fun. Andrew Kay, we like you. Yeah, we like you, mate. The next yeah. one, this one is a five star also. It's short, but it might be my favourite review of anything ever. <laughs> it's beautiful, historic. And last time I was there, it was the day Prince Diana was killed. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that review there is from Prince Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing could have spoiled that day. Uh, should we go down Okay, then? yeah, let's go and look at some negators. Okay. This is one star. This person's not happy. What can I say? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing, ideally. <laughs> what can I say? Our first visit was very enjoyable, so we converted our six tickets to annual passes. On our second visit, we were publicly humiliated and accused of stealing a guidebook from the shop. <laughs> Humiliated. They put in the stocks. Like, do they explain what? No, that's it. That's, that's the end, it. End of the Just, review. That's the end of the review. Um, Did they steal a guidebook? I don't know. I mean, I'm going to you. Probably. <laughs> wow. This is where the gold toilet was. 
Oh, yeah, what they got stolen? The solid gold toilet that got stolen. Oh. And before, you, you could go and sit in it for three minutes. And I think it, like... You three could minutes? It. You can't do anything on a toilet in three minutes. How long can you take a wee? <laughs> That's where it was. We've got a picture of... And it's a picture of where a toilet isn't. Oh, no. Can we go and see where it was? It's was behind it? closed doors. Well, it's quite... Stable horse and yeah. bolt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 it was on display Is it true that the the artist said that actually the steel in it is part of the art? He's like fair play. I think afterwards, yeah, yeah. Was, I think someone beforehand said that it won't be the easiest thing to make. That was said about a week before. The unsinkable ship. Okay, so I feel like I'm quite excited to see this because I know nothing about the history of it. I'm very excited. I guess I've got a little chip on my shoulder because I'm not that pro-Churchill and... I mean, you can't blame the birthplace for the man. No, that's true. But it's probably sculpted him, didn't it? I don't know what I'm expecting, but I'm expecting it to be sumptuous. I don't think it's going to be one of those places where you have to imagine it in its heyday. I feel like they'll have maintained it to a good standard. Right. <laughs> um, but I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm always excited, Laura. I'm hoping a lot of it's indoors because it's very well, there's, cool. I noticed you walked past uh, assigned to the pleasure gardens, so that's going to be outdoors. Well, that sounds a bit rude, and it? It's too cold to take my clothes off. If uh, Laura's husband or my girlfriend listening, it's a goof. <laughs> Just a goof. <laughs> Will's had a row with his girlfriend this morning and now he's a bit sensitive. I haven't sensitive had a row with my girlfriend this a morning. A misunderstanding. I haven't. She'll probably listen to this and then like, what happened, aren't I? <laughs> what happened, if you're listening, I swear to Will's God, edit it out, Ben. Edit is... it out. This is not staying in. This can be the edit. It's you've been absolutely right and Will's been a prick and he should just say what he wants. Why is he being a douche about it? That's, that's all our arguments. <laughs> sure, sure right, we're going to have a look. See you in a minute. All right, so, yeah, so in the early 1700s, John Churchill was the first Duke of Marlborough, and he was given that title for defeating the French uh, in the War of the Spanish Succession, which is something the English like to do. In Europe, defeat the French, come back, get a big house. He was given the house and the title. The current Duke, the 12th Duke, is descended from him, but the reason that he is so well-known in this country is, A, the Churchill connection, yeah. born here, B, uh, through the female line, Princess Diana is a relation of the family. That's why I should have mentioned it. All Thorpe she's from, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Earl so, Spencer. Correct. So the, the Duke's last name is Spencer Churchill. The Churchill is from, uh, like, the male line, John yeah. Churchill. Spencer was brought in around three generations into the family, and that, okay. that became Diana's line. So they are connected that way. It's a bit loose, but they are connected. And then, obviously, with Lennon, in more modern times, it's been used for film sets, and it's been used for many other big events. So it's, it's kind of, it's in the zeitgeist as a big place, just because we we'll think that it hosts. Anything famous... Like, as a film set. Uh, James Bond was here about four years ago. They were here for two weeks. Mission Impossible's been here. BFG was here, got up his travels. Um, lots of big events, that kind of thing. Yeah. And is Nicholas Soames, or is he too far? He, he is related to the family, yes. Yeah. He would be... His church, his grandmother. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you imagine, so on the top Duke, the, yeah. I believe it was the eighth Duke's brother's son, was Winston. And okay. grandson is Nicholas Soames. So he's okay. like, maybe once removed from the current generation. Would he have to pay to come in? No, he, he come, he's coming for dinners. He, I've, I've, sure. seen, I've seen him at 10 pounds and that kind of thing. If he was a tourist, probably, he's a nice enough bloke, he probably would pay to come in. Cool. I like place. us. Well, we offered to pay. I did pay, and then I'll pay back. They sent us some marketing tickets. Thank you very much. Thank you. My pleasure. Will, nice to meet you. Laura. Pleasure. He was very helpful and nice, wasn't he? Very helpful and nice. Um, we're now, well... 
What are we in, like? Sort of it would like have been a cloister, wouldn't it? But it's all done up with real fancy glass. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's, is it Baroque, the style of architecture? Here? No, it's glass. <laughs> that smash there was the door trying to kill itself after Laura's joke. Um, shall we want, so there's a courtyard, kind of like, if you've seen Horse Guards Parade, it's quite similar to that. Very nice surroundings like a gravel flooring. You imagine there's a, I, mean, I don't want to judge anyone for anything, but I imagine that horses feature quite strongly in this history. Yeah, horses actually built Blenheim Palace, uh -huh, yeah. um, which is why some of the rocks are a bit wonky, because imagine trying to do grouting with a hoof. Well, they've got no opposable thumbs. I mean, let's not... They haven't uh, got any thumbs, let alone opposable ones. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, Duke of Marlborough lives here. That's who yeah. lives here. Um, we were learning about him. So he's related to obviously the Winston Churchill line and also the uh, Spencers, of which Diana was one, mentioned by our friend of the butler. Oh, okay. So we're coming through this big archway from the courtyard into the... Well, it's another courtyard, really, isn't it? A bigger courtyard. I mean, it is imposing, isn't it? It's all a really nice sort of yellowy... Is it sandstone? Sure. It's that Cotswoldsy stone feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Um, massive, like massive, massive courtyard here. I suppose, though, I mean, if you think about how old Blenheim Palace is as a building and as, as a home, it wouldn't have been cars. It would have been carriages and horses. Well, it could be fucking aeroplanes. Could be aeroplanes, but I think I think the car land, might predate the aeroplane. You could land a helicopter in this happily. <laughs> Several. Me personally. Not you. You can land. You've been in a helicopter. No, they seem ridiculously stupid to me. It kills people. Yeah. What's really cool here is the view from that gate at the bottom. Oh, you can imagine people swanning around in fancy dresses going out for a a walk down there it just opens up suddenly so you're surrounded on three walls in the courtyard and then it just opens up onto this really cool monument and some grassland and a really cool mr darcy bridge it's very mr darcy isn't it, it it's is. as our, our, our butler friend there he is uh, was saying they've been he lives here did you know that yeah that's what he said isn't it? i mean i always think though whenever people so he right how does he get a domino's he doesn't. What's your address? Number one, Blenheim Palace. Put the other one, son. So I guess we're going up to this main door. There's a big old gold ball on top. Mind this, Will. Don't fall down there. It's very, I mean, it's very draw an English stately home. I mean, it's more than a stately home, I think. It's a palace. This is big, yeah. It also, it's, um, it feels very... Like, it's so symmetrical. It's not like a lot of stately homes where there was the main bit and then they've added to it over the generations. Yeah, yeah, This yeah, yeah. feels like it was all done in a one. Two cannons. Two? That's one more than most. <laughs> How many cannons have you got? I've been to your flat. <laughs> oh, did you not look under the stairs? Um... <laughs> There's two cannons, some uh, archway. I think they're Doric arches. What's a Doric arch? So I think I'm going to get shouted at. There's Doric arches and Ionic arches. And Doric arches are the same width in perpetuity, and Ionic arches get thinner at the top. Yeah, and you see, do you see that um, uh, glass ball up there? I do, the, with lamp. the bulb inside it. That's a Marlborough light. <coughs> <laughs> she's clever, isn't she? She's a clever one, and she's annoying, but she's clever. <laughs> I'm having a lovely day with you, Will. Right, we're inside. Wow, that was amazing. Okay, so we came up to a massive door, probably 
20 foot tall? Yeah, yeah, huge. And then a tiny door opened in it. Which Jeremy told us was storm door. A storm door, I love it. And then on the inside is the coolest locking mechanism, which I'm going to take a picture of, and that will be on the social. It's very Gringotts, the lock. It so as is. soon as you walk in, uh, ahead of you is a car. To your left is some armour, swords, a musket pistol. No, we're fine. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's welcoming, actually, on the inside, isn't it? It's a, okay. Thank you. being told off almost immediately. Um, it's... That <laughs> lady had no time for us. Oh, God. Yes, okay, so it's actually a lot warmer and brighter and more welcoming on the inside than I was expecting. It's, it feels very 1920s in here. Oh, okay. I would not be surprised to see the Downton Abbeyers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going left. There's a horrible glass cabinet for the little white statues. Uh, so these are called the Foucane. I mean, come on. Blanc de Shine, white dog. There is, is like a Southeast Asian feel to these things. I have no idea why they're at Blenheim. There's no explanation as to why. Uh, did you want to go to upstairs then? Uh, uh, we're just going to sort of, just going to wander around really. Yeah, you can't with the upstairs. Oh, you can this way. Then we'll go that oh, yeah. way, thank you. Our little poltergeist friend is back. We've just got this place wrong from the start. So here we have some Ooh. toy soldiers collected by a French artist, Paul Mays Senior, who is a friend and artistic mentor of Winston Churchill. At Winston Churchill's suggestion, his son gave the collection to him when he was a boy. So There's the, a lot of them in there. Well, they're the regiments that fought under Napoleon. It's an absolutely packed cabinet. Imagine the bedroom of a very virginal Warhammer collector. But in the 1700s. <laughs> There's some nice paintings on these walls. There are. I mean, it is, it's, it's the kind of house that I didn't think existed. It's just arches and marble and paintings and fancy statues. and. Yeah. Oh, she looks epic. Look at that face. She is proper sucking a lemon in that Lady picture. Gwendolyn Churchill. Oh, she looks like she is so disgusted with our podcast. <sighs> there's such a weird mix of paintings. Like, because right now, as I was doing the quote, to our right, there's a real, like, flapper girl hairstyle looking, amazing, like, tall dress with a tight corset. It looks Sexy like 20s babe. or 30s. Sexy babe. Yeah. Opposite hers, like a... A proper chinless wonder in military uniform. Who is the 10th Duke of Marlborough. Sure. He, and what a wonderful guy. And then above the door, yeah, like a steward. You're not tall enough to get up and read that. I'm not. Um, and I mind you never to laugh at my height. Why? There are roller coasters you can't go on, Laura. <laughs> I like the curtains in here, it's good ruched curtains. No. And they're playing on the wall a sort of... Charleston dancey video. I once did Lindy Hop lessons uh, about three weeks. Oh my God. Did she's, you? She's Lindy everywhere. <laughs> she's everywhere. We can't make the whole podcast about this woman. You're going to have to drop your feud with her. Could she leave us alone? <laughs> well, she's not talking to us right now, is she? You're the one worried about her. Oh, the light in this room is amazing. So we've now turned right into the 
don't know what room we're in. It feels like a like a bureau, like an office or something, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's, it's just gold, floor to ceiling very gold. Very gold. There's a picture of a man, a huge portrait, definitely a king. George, Duke of Marlborough, seven. Not even a Would so, you wear one of those white wigs if you could? Not one of those white wigs. I did in a moment of weakness uh, and ale a while ago. Google like wigs. <laughs> I was really hoping you could say buy a wig then. I feel really. This is the place. It's beautiful as a room. You know, if you can look behind a uh, clear inequality that's given someone else like this to look at as incredible but I feel so awkward living here would you? yeah like, like if my girlfriend shells me if I knock the TV remote off the sofa that's worth like 30 quid yeah I mean I guess this room is bigger than my entire flat but like we were saying on one of the other episodes we live better almost than the people that lived here at the time like your flat gets warmer than this house would have been when they were living That's here. That's very true. <laughs> Ooh, and I'm dining room. And this room is very sumptuously red. What's really cool in the corners of the ceiling in this place, they have the most amazing, like, gold... They almost look like coat of arms, don't it's, they? Yeah, very similar to, like, you know, a fancy painting, the frame. I, was, I think I said this when we did a previous episode. I, I was, think you're going to say it for the third time on three consecutive episodes. Please say it again. Um... I feel sorry for the people that make picture frames. They get no <laughs> glory. Well, the paintings are fine, but the frames are bloody lovely. I'm going to say it every episode. I hope you do. Get some badges made up. I hope you do. It's called the Red Drawing, and I've just noticed this place. Um, if you notice a slight pause in the recording in our <laughs> chat at any point there, it was because the lady that's crossed with us came and stood very nearby again. And... Will has a little bit of steam coming out as it is because of how much of a nemesis he has made with the nice lady who's just doing her job. I'm just talking about Ben and Pamis. She should love her. Okay. This room's a lot darker. Green. It's one of those, it's the typical setup of these state homes, isn't it, where you just walk down one long continuous corridor through all the, the fancy rooms. You have a real issue with, don't you? If I want it to be a separate corridor, I want a wall. So, this green room here is a writing room. The shade of green is lovely. It's like a mix between emerald and British racing green. Yeah. Which is really nice. I wonder if they've been upholstered to be thematically coloured now or not. Um, quite often they do it based on research. They very rarely just pick something and go yeah, with it for their own creative, like... <laughs> so I've just... Sorry, I was listening, Laura, in a you way. You were just laughing, really, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, because there's a... There's like little freezes about the history of the house, obviously, as you walk around. And there's one talking about politics. And it's a phrase that says, One can only imagine the discussions which took place here between Winston Churchill and Lytton Strachey. Now, I don't know who Lytton Strachey is, but don't worry. The text continues. During World War One, Churchill was the first Lord of the Admiralty and Lytton Strachey was a pacifist. And have you read why he managed to avoid conscription? No. Because he had piles. Ah. Which I think really brings the tone down of the entire house. <laughs> I can't fight in your war, my bottom hurts. There's one of the most incredible tapestries I've seen in my life. It's like a country yeah, that's scene. enormous, isn't it? Yeah. Laura, we take a photo of that yeah, tapestry. Yeah, I can try. Opulence. I'd, I'd really use the word opulence to describe all of this. It's very gloomy in here, I guess, to protect the uh, tapestry because of the light level. Absolutely. There is also the cool. Can you just hear those man. footsteps? 
guess who that is. Just stop bullying her, please. Oh, wow. Okay. So now we're going through into, like, the Sistine Chapel of Blenheim Palace, basically. Oh, my God. Look this up. is amazing. Like, that's a proper... What, what I love about these paintings is that you try and look at it like an absolute masterpiece. You're like, look at that. And then there's just a tit. Right yeah, they the couldn't do tits, could they? They couldn't do tits. Yeah, but that's how do you do tits when people can fly? Like, Because you don't know how gravity the affects gravity of the breasts if you know, you're a flying creature. I would say that, obviously, the first time you see human breasts, not you, you've got some, but they are... So different from how you're prepared with the education I had. Where you... Did you mainly learn about anatomy via Renaissance paintings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was surprised when I just got to 19, didn't have abs. Just Were you surprised when they weren't like white and made of marble? I mean, I am very pale. <laughs> so how, how, what's this room called? It's, uh, it's a, sal- a saloon. The saloon. So it's the saloon. I'd say the ceiling is maybe 40, 50 feet up That's with a huge, huge dome and the whole... I can only assume it's, I mean, is it painted or is it wallpaper? Um, it's very religious, like the, it, the kind of thing, like Laura says, Sistine Chapel. painted? It's phenomenal. It's set up for a 1930s or 1920s dinner party um, at the moment. I, I love the, the, the glassware and the cutlery. Again, like the piles let down the green room, the fake cakes on the plates. <laughs> yeah, but I quite like that though, as a, like giving an idea of of how a dinner party would have felt. It's very echoey, isn't it? Yeah, it's because like, it's the first room without like carpet or tile yeah. or anything. It's, it's quite a stark room, but it looks phenomenal. And the, the uh, fire's raging. It's gorgeous. It painted onto the walls, like, cause around the side, so you've got the columns painted onto the walls and there's people painted on overlooking what's going on yeah. as though we're in a, a sort of cathedral or something. Yeah. People are going around the gallery. Almost like a three-dimensional effect with the painting. Shall we get out of this room just to the echo and the very loud noise, music? We're now entering another room, which is very nice, but so far my favourite room, because it's the first room my nemesis hasn't followed us into. <laughs> If you're listening to this lovely, helpful lady that um, pointed out that we were going the wrong direction and asked us if we needed an audio guide, I'm so sorry that Will hates you. He hates everybody. It's not you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So where are we now? We're in the first stateroom. There's something very feminine about this room. Um, I know that there was a thing about French architecture at one point. There's a fancy house near Reading that I can't think of the name of now, but anyway... um, one side was like the masculine wing and one side was the feminine wing and they really reflect that in the architecture. It feels a bit like that in here and they have decided to display um, like some women's fashion in here. There's some amazing bonnets and slippers over there. Okay, the second stateroom, you're right, so much more masculine immediately. Yeah, oh, it's got military banners in it. Mm. Also, if you look to your left, the, the sort of blinds are down to protect the light quality in the rooms. But the view out onto the manicured lawn is incredible. Look at that space. It's a gorgeous sunny day today. I mean, it's blowing, freezing outside, but it is bright blue sky. And it's just, in, like, you can imagine everybody out there playing croquet and oh, polo, can't there you? Are, there are, you know, a lot of champagne being quaffed, a lot of brandy, games, sandwiches. I love a sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'm not eating bread for Lent and I'm too late to learn it's killing me. Really? Do you do Lent, do you? No. Are you religious? No. My, girl, my girlfriend, my non-Catholic girlfriend, has decided that she wants to give up bread for Lent and I'm supportive and now hungry. You can be supportive by um, eating bread away from her. Oh, please. I'm deceptive. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get four or five days in and I'll be neck deep in a Big Mac. So this is Lady Ottoline's sitting room. It was the perfect place to entertain her guests and enjoy a cocktail. Yeah, I would like a cocktail. It does, it has got that cocktail feeling. Just before Christmas, me and my friend went to Standon House, a National Trust place in Sussex, and we went to a cocktail evening, and the cocktails were just sort of gin and squash mixed together. Do you know, I, I, I love a cocktail, but I've got really into... Um, the ones without any like mixer, oh, yeah. just nine types of alcohol in a fancy <laughs> glass. There you go. What's that? It's a Manhattan. Sure. That's a heck of a painting over the fireplace, isn't it? Look at that pose on that guy. Another duke. He looks very Stuarty, doesn't he? Like the big dark mm. wig, the long spaniel bits. Whilst um, not being a fan of aristocracy, I'd love to be a duke. Well, is that are... the level you'd pick if you could pick being yeah, better than your current station? Yeah, I'd be a duke because people have to call you your grace. Oh, you are graceful. I am graceful. Third stateroom. Oh, wow, there's a polar bear on the it's floor. A, a dead polar bear. That's also... Oh, yeah, I should have pointed out it was dead, just in case. <laughs> that's also... What? Right, Lord, 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 look at me, look at me, look at me. Did you manage to read that bit of text? No. Guess how many bathrooms there were in the 1930s of Blenheim Palace? How many bathrooms? Yeah. Ooh, so bathrooms would have been all the rage then, so mm-hmm. I'm going to say 15. One. What? Until the 30s, Blenheim Palace had only one bathroom. Why? This again. But didn't, wouldn't you have pooped in a pot? Like you'd had a chamber pot and then a maid just came and cleared out for you in the morning. Maybe. I mean, let's say that a maid spent a lot of time carrying hot water around for a hip bath. At this point, I'm making the other day about her standard of living. Yeah. I've got one bathroom <laughs> in my flat. I've got three rooms total. Yeah. A third of my rooms are bathrooms. But then, like, that's because at the time, like, to have plumbing put in and stuff, it just didn't exist. The Romans had plumbing. 
Yeah, they did, but they didn't have them built into these places. Who's that? That's Queen Anne. Queen Anne. She is, that is a lovely statue. Now, That I... is a very nice statue. So we've come into the library now, which, which is, is the last room. So it's back it on the corner. It is proper so Beauty and the Beast, Bell's Library. Yeah. And also, so it's a long room, this, and it goes right down to a massive pipe organ. I love a pipe organ. <laughs> oh, wow. That statue is possibly one of, like, the intricacy of the carving on the lace of the sleeves and the bodice. That is an amazing I, statue. I wonder if that's the same Queen Anne that there's a statue of at St Paul's Cathedral. I'm going to ask this lady. Excuse me. Hello. Yes, of course. This Queen Anne? Yes. Is that the same Queen Anne as there is a statue of at St Paul's Cathedral? There is. Absolutely yeah. correct. So she... And, I don't, and that Anne should have an E on it. It hasn't. I don't wish to uh, body shame anyone. Right. But I was told the statue of St Anne at St Paul's Cathedral is incredibly flattering because she was huge. She was. So this is also... That is so, yeah. Because that. she GCSE, love it. She had 17 pregnancies in 18 years. <sighs> Crikey, boy. She was really short. Yeah. They say her coffin was square. Yes, that's what that's what someone told me that yeah. she was. Yeah. She was as wide as she was tall. Wow. Poor soul. Yeah. I wouldn't be here without her though, would I? Because she was the one who gave all of this. They're going to tell you. So I'm going to tell you you're related to her, and I'm like, <laughs> dead fat, wasn't she? Like, all right, that's my nan. <laughs> no, you might upset me. Don't worry. <laughs> so, Queen. So, right. Yes. MD, don't tell me. No, I'm not going to. One thousand seventeen. Yep. Seventeen ninety six. One thousand seventeen. Actually, forty six. Yeah, it's actually seventeen forty, the sixth month. So, oh, colon. It's all right. It's close. So, so for those of you very that, good, we don't get that. Far. Thank you. Don't flatter him. He don't, he's amazing. He is just amazing. <laughs> that, and that, if, you didn't, if you didn't hear that, amazing. Not my words. That was the words of Mary Larkin, guide of London Palace. <laughs> Am I scoring points? Here? You are scoring big points, Mary. <laughs> We've, we've, we've met four people at Burnham Palace and you are by far the best. Oh, and, and, one, and one was a real-life butler. So why, why is she here? Because she was queen at the time when the first Duke of Marlborough won the Battle of Blenheim. Okay. It was a really decisive battle. Right. In uh, the Napoleonic Wars? No. No, no ruined it. The Spanish Session. Okay. He stopped Louis XIV taking over Europe. Right. And Take that, son God. Yeah, that's right. You got that right. As a reward, <laughs> Queen Anne, who was our queen at the time, okay. said, here's the crown, the manor of Woodstock. Government gave £240,000. Build yourself a reward. And he built wow. Birmingham Palace. And this is the reward that was started in 1705. Um, so 1705, we are pre-Georgian. Oh, yeah. 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 She died in 1714, and that's when the Georges started. Uh, yes. And the Georges started till 1830. Yes. You've been a pleasure to talk to. Oh, thank, thank you, you very much. Enjoy your thank afternoon. You. you have the coolest hair as well. Oh, thank, thank you. That's, that's a compliment for me, not Will. Mary was telling you about the John Churchill history, yeah? No, she's telling us about... Uh, is that the first yeah, Duke? Yeah. Yeah, then yes. So, look, this room was a hospital ward in the First World War. There's the nurses, Red oh, Cross. Wow. And Amazing. And like Brighton Pavilion, yeah. Sikh soldiers. Yeah, yeah. So that sort of vibe. And here's the irony: the letter from the government saying thanks for doing that is signed by their own family member, Winston. <laughs> so that's cool. Dear mum. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having my yeah. mates over. Had a and what's the um, the organ? Is it? Um, how old's the organ? It's um, Victorian. 
So it was installed, oh, now you're asking, 1890, I think. Lovely. A Victorian. It was like Gilbert and Sullivan's time. Yes. And it would be played while they were dancing for balls. And it's so lovely. I think it's my favourite room by This far. is my favourite room, yeah. Should we just, like, give all that information again so they can edit bits and talk in case anything's missed through? I'll keep it one yeah. If it was missed, like if... Uh, Do you just want to say it so that you sound clever? Is no. that what you're saying? Mary Larkin told Will some stuff and he's going to parrot it back as if he did. I actually asked Mary some questions and she said, yes, you're correct. And she said you were very handsome and she kissed you. Oh, well, Mary, you're, if you're listening, none of that happened. Edit that out, please. <laughs> right, so we're going to walk through now into the Churchill exhibition so Laura can have a moan about Gallipoli. <laughs> so what we got here... Uh, Winston, got a little bit of writing here from Winston, age seven. I've been playing out of doors and making encampments, which is great fun. I pretend to pitch a tent and make the umbrella do for it. What does that mean? No idea. Also, if you're seven, don't say encampments. <laughs> just watching a video of Churchill's funeral. We were just stood behind two women who definitely like fox hunting, who were crying at it. <laughs> One of only four prime ministers to be honoured with a state funeral. Sorry, you're dead. Yeah, imagine how they'd have a state funeral after you haven't had state schooling or state dinners. Or <laughs> the chapel's very nice, isn't it? The chapel is gorgeous. So I was just reading a thing. So yeah. um, the chapel wasn't finished when the first duke died in 1722. Oh, yeah. So he really wanted to be buried here. That was his dying wish, but it couldn't be because it wasn't finished. So they had to bury him in Westminster Abbey just Gutted. as a... Gutted, yeah. And I can imagine that, like, oh, I can't be buried in my first choice, so Westminster Abbey I'll have to do. And then when it was finished and his duchess died, they moved him here. And to be fair, that statue is incredible. That is, like, proper... What's it called? Trevi Trevi Fountain. Trevi Fountain. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. It's marble statues of angels. I assume it's dead bodies in there. It's gorgeous, isn't it? There's a real like the staircase coming in. You can really imagine them having fun making an entrance coming in. Yeah, hundred percent. Like filing down, so it's this big double-sided staircase, and you can really parade down it. And then as you leave, it's back out into the grounds. And that leads back out into the well, the other side of the courtyard where we entered with the cannons. So if you, like Laura said at the beginning, we came out to a three-sided wall. We went in one way, into the main body, can't the other. And now we're going into the formal gardens. Where we must speak very formally to one another. I mean, I think a lot of people are here talk like that. Excuse me. There's two women crying at Churchill's funeral. <laughs> 60 years ago. Well, maybe they knew him. Oh, that's the water terraces. OK, that was that fancy bit that we could see from the library that I liked. They were a large part of the ninth Duke of Marlborough's outstanding legacy to the par palace. You really have gone formal in the formal gardens, haven't yes, you? Yes, that's what we're here for, William. I'm going to have cucumber sandwiches with no... no American, you've gone there. You're right there. Have I? I'm really sorry that Laura's gone... Uh, How's that American? Laura's Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Cucumber sandwiches. Thank you, cucumber sandwiches. Cucumber sandwiches and a hot dog. Sandwiches. I wonder if these gardens, I know they're the formal gardens, but would they have been played in by young Winston? Um, I don't know how easy 
easy it is to shoot the staff in a formal garden. You I don't think... I mean, again, I don't think that Winston Churchill was a hero of class. Oh, he was no Richard III, don't get me wrong. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think he was necessarily the pauper's man's advocate. But Will likes advocate. to everything anyone does wrong as long as it was yesterday. No, I just don't think he shot his staff. <laughs> I don't really know anything about Winston Churchill. Um, I'm sure he was all right in some ways. So, did you know that the Garden of the Year 2008 in the Christie's... Prehistoric houses. Not prehistoric, just historic. (laughs) Historic. I really can't read. Just a historic. Was Blood and Bloody Palace, mate. Okay, we've come out of that formal garden bit. Now we've got a signpost. We can go left to the Italian garden secret garden. Ridiculous. Why right signpost the secret garden? To the rose garden arboretum and the cascades. I want to see the secret garden. <sighs> I want to see the cascades. And we could just see both. All right then, let's go to the secret garden first. If there isn't a sickly child in it, I'm going to be furious. It's a big old lawn, isn't it? So what's your... You'd want to ride on mower for that. Oh, big time. Particularly if you're getting shot at by a young Winston Churchill. <laughs> you said he didn't shoot Yeah, people. and you said he did. And I and I said he probably didn't. What We are... will shoot them on the lawns. What we are your... Shoot them shut up! <laughs> what are your... You know, how you felt about Berlin Palace? I've had a lovely time, actually. I sort of can see what a few people were moaning about, about how few rooms you get to look at. Because it's a and big building, yep. and we basically were not allowed in any of the upstairs, and we've done a sort of two of the three sides of the, the place. So it's a bit like Kensington Palace, where you don't see a lot of it. But it's because it's lived in, I suppose, and it's used for things. Yeah, like... You know, that the butler we met, he lives here. The current Duke of Marlborough lives here. I loved how well-maintained it was, though. Like, that, it's not one of those ones where you walk around the whole time and sort of just feel like, oh, I wish there was more we could do to restore it and learn from it. It is superb in it every It is, room. yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, we're heading towards the secret garden. Again, slightly too signposted for my liking, knowing, as I do, the meaning of the word secret. <laughs> Into the secret garden we go. Again... It's very secret in here. Lovely topiary. Nobody knows where we are. I wonder why it's called the secret garden. Um, because it's full of secrets. Literally never a secret. What do you mean it's not a secret? The garden was never a secret. Nope. It's just to get kids excited, isn't yeah. it? Because you want to go on a watch it. Oh, or they used the secret garden. There used to be a sarcophagus in here, but it's now in the palace. A sarcophagus? Yeah. Cool. A Roman sarcophagus. I liked... Yeah, it's nice. I mean, you're ready to wander around. You know what a garden looks like. And you want to get to the Arboretum. You don't want to go around this? Well, the thing is, it's, it's just going to be flowers. So why the hell did we walk all the way I wanted here? to see how secret you it was. You wanted to see the secret garden. Now you don't even want to walk And now around. I have. We could have been at the Cascades by now. You don't want to walk around it. I wanted to see how secret it was. Well, of course, it's not going to be secret. It's yeah, but they could have pretended. For half a mile. They could have pretended. Oh, like, you know, you a are door. A bell. The bell of the ball. What if there'd been a door? You'd have found it better. Well, look. Have you seen the film The Secret Garden? Yeah. You know the the way that that garden is secret. Yeah. Hidden. Yeah. I wanted to see if it was like that. 
They do wear them. Cream teas in the cafe. I think we should have one. Can I have a scone of night in bread? Yeah. Cake in it. Also, there's no God, so we'll never know. <laughs> there's no God. Terrifying. Imagine right now if a big voice just came out of the sky and went, There fucking is, Laura. I'd get behind that God. Would you? Yeah. What, that it just stayed quiet for like <laughs> 2,020 years and then just Oi, came out of the let's. sky to solve a scone dispute? <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of cheeky prankster I'd, I'd enjoy as a God. These grounds are amazing. This is really upping it, in my opinion. Like, so, for the 2850 you pay for the entry, you get an annual pass, don't you? And I could see if I lived nearby here, coming on a Sunday afternoon, just to walk around the grounds. Yeah. Because the kids can have a good run around. You've got the river, maybe the Thames, we're not sure. You've got all these different gardens, and it's big and spacious. I could see this. Oh, we just don't have the Temple of Diana. Neoclassical temple dedicated to Diana, the goddess of hunting. Winston Churchill proposed to his wife here. That's very nice. Just in the back garden. That's not very imaginative. I think if it was my back garden, it wouldn't be. <laughs> like really? if I just took Tom out on the balcony and asked him to marry me, I think he'd be furious. I think he's your marriage. Yeah. Did you propose to Tom? No. He actually did just propose to me in our flat. Ah. Uh-uh. Then we watch. He had a big plan. He was going to propose on the beach and had the like rest of the noise next door geared up to do something, I think fireworks or something, to make it all special. And then he went to pick the ring up because he had it made. And he said when he picked up the ring, he was then just too excited and got overexcited and just proposed that <laughs> afternoon. And, what? Like... and the noise next door was waiting on Brighton <laughs> Beach with a family pack of bangers. <laughs> We're walking for quite a while now and it's getting wilder, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's... it's come from being really like formal neat tidy garden to we're getting down to the river or the water i don't know it's not a moat is it is a river i think it's a river thames and um and it's all of a sudden feeling a bit more like proper landscape wet and wild oh and there's the cascades look to your right oh there. amazing let's go a to the cascades waterfall. wow that's cool i wonder if that's natural or man-made mm, could be man-made it was quite common in the victorian times to build waterfalls and stuff like that there's a lovely waterfall I went to in Ireland. End of story. I went to a gorgeous one. My sister lived up in Inverness for a while, about an hour west of Inverness in the Highlands. And the most incredible waterfall, like you're scampering in and out of all of this hilltop, like round, and all totally man-made um, because they wanted something for the wives to do while the men were hunting. What, build a waterfall? <laughs> so they built this incredibly like complex waterfall and like river walk all through the mountains just so that the wives wouldn't get bored. Well, lovely, actually. Yeah, if you don't mind utterly messy. Like, if you're in the Highlands and going, "Mm, it's just not beautiful and exciting enough, maybe you're a prick. (laughs) So, weirdly, you and I switch roles so often (laughs) in this podcast. This Cascades bit is gorgeous. The light going through that blossom over there and then the falls, and then a pheasant to your right, and another one. Oh, no, that's a duck, actually, that one. <laughs> that's not a pheasant. That duck is a <laughs> lovely pheasant. This is uh, quite stunning, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. This is lovely. Wow. There we go. 
well worth coming down here. Stately home, done. Outside walk, done. Laura Lex, currently putting an incredible amount of jam on one half of one scone. Well, look, I don't like cream, so I take double jam. We've done it. I'll tell you what. I quite enjoyed the house. The outside of the house was amazing. I really loved seeing it all. I had a good time walking through. And I was like, yeah, this is nice. This is a decent, a really well-maintained, good house. And then we went round the grounds, and I feel like the grounds, like I can't believe more of the reviews didn't mention how amazing those grounds are. I feel like if I... like Chicken because... tonight. <laughs> Point is... What do you feel like? If I had... A woman. If, bow, I'd, bow. if I'd paid for my ticket and then I had an annual pass for the rest of the year, I would come here... Like once a month, just to stroll in those grounds. Those grounds were amazing. I that walk you, back yeah. alongside the lake, which we discovered was not the Thames, William Duggan, um, was just a lake built by old Capability Brown. Lancelot Capability Brown? Lancelot. Um, just incredible. Absolutely yeah. amazing. I think if you were, if you live in the area, up to, I'd say, a 45 minute drive, and you're not here weekly. Mm. You're an idiot. I loved it. So, yeah, two thumbs up from me. Bell and Palace, two thumbs up. Yeah. I think two thumbs up for me as well. I will come back here in the future. Mm. I shan't come back here in the past, for it is impossible. But if you did, and you had terrible opinions, it would be all right, because it was the past. <laughs> Um, Will, any regrets about how you treated that poor woman? No, I have no regrets for how I treated that poor woman, Laura. She followed me around when I was just a patron of the establishment. But it, it, it's not stopped. I'm pretty sure I saw her in Lidl the other day. <laughs> you are such a grudge bearer. Um, so as you could probably tell, I had a great time at Blenheim. Putting the nemesis to one side for a second, did you enjoy yourself, William? Yeah, I thought it was great. It was uh, it was really nice to see, you know, a building like that up, up close. I mean, obviously, <laughs> the activist side of me did want to burn it down, as some people call that their house. But uh, Oh, Pud, the activist side of you is very small. Absolutely. So I loved it. <laughs> the sitting down side of you is definitely the dominant one. So before we leave you, um, every week we're going to do a quick segment at the end of the episode called, Yes, That's Obviously What We Meant. Ugh. What it is, basically, is when we... Check the facts that Laura and I definitely know, but in the excitement and the melee of the recording, they slipped our minds. So it's just a little audio apology for all the mistakes we made to keep the Twitter know-it-alls at bay. And there's actually only one, because we were so clever all the way around. So uh, when you described Doric and Ionic arches, didn't you? Will? Yes, yes. did. Now, you were absolutely correct about Doric being the same width all the way up and Ionic narrowing towards the top. Well done. Yes. Big ding, 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 tick. Big uh, uh, because you did not mean Doric arches. You meant Doric columns and Ionic <laughs> columns. Yeah, I did, didn't I? Yes, you yeah. did. So, description <sighs> correct, item incorrect. 
Wah, wah. Stupid Latin reference, correct. Knowing what a column is, incorrect. I'm furious. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to ask you about that I didn't do while we were there. Um, please, when did you take Lindy Hop lessons? Right, right. So, I went to a wedding a few years ago that was sort of past-themed. Lindy Hop was going to be past-themed. Yeah, Lindy Hop days. <laughs> Lindy Hop days. So I, I described uh, the Middle Ages the other day as horse times. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it was Lindy Hop was going to be a, a, a centralised feature of this wedding. So I Ugh. thought it would be great. Like, yeah, no, it's not. You know, but, you know, like in um, the 80s films when there's the, the cool guy stood at the bar and everyone's like, God, who's cool? Joe's too cool for school. And then he just comes over and like Saturday Night Fever's it and all the girls want to do kissing on him. Yeah. I thought I'd be that guy, but for Lindy Hop because that was in keeping. So I went to Lindy Hop lessons at the Manchester Masonic Hall for a few weeks. Um, I'm not a mason or anything, uh, but then I stopped going because Lindy Hop's quite hard and everyone that wants to learn Lindy Hop is a loser. Oh, not in the world. A big statement. <laughs> oh, we just finished apologising for how you treated that poor volunteer and now you're offending great swathes of the population with their... Lives. I don't think it's great swathes <laughs> of the population. <laughs> anyway. It's 25 virgins in trilbies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you're a Lindy Hopper or a woman just doing her job at the palace, I apologise on behalf of Will. Um, but still, like and subscribe, even though he hates you, and um, you'll be doing our podcast a favour. And if you want to get in touch with me or Will or both of us, you can do it on all of the social medias at Treasures Pod, Will? At Treasures Pod. If you've got any issue with what I've just said, direct that to me personally. Don't get Laura involved. I'll take the hit on that. Uh, and if you if you want to email the podcast, it's nationaltreasurespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week in another location. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.